got one little mouthful to go. Yeah, just so. the microwave. No. <laughs> 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 uh, hello and welcome along to Overlooked and Undercooked, a podcast in which uh, in which we analyse Rob Schneider's efforts to challenge the traditional TV show business model by self-producing, writing, directing, and starring in his semi-autobiographical series. Real Rob, I'm Guy Montgomery. I'm Tim Bat, and I'd like to take this opportunity to welcome our guest for this episode, world famous Australian comedian <laughs> Becky Lucas. Hello, guys. Sorry, I've just seen something. Is this on Netflix? Yeah. Did you not know that? Oh, I thought you just had found it on the internet, like on a, on a, a website. <laughs> well, like, we did. We found it on the very prominent streaming <laughs> website Netflix. <laughs> All right, very funny. But also, are you true, serious? Though. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. This so is, they bought it. Uh, well. A good question. Okay. So, Rob, we, what we do know is that he produced this himself, so we okay. think he self-funded it. I personally we have know a theory. He self-funded it. He donated I think it. he paid money to Netflix to put it on rather than oh. the usual course of events where they buy it. I think he sold it for less than what it cost him to make to Netflix just so that someone yeah. would see it. So, in that way, he is challenging <laughs> <laughs> the, the traditional TV. Is, yeah, yeah. I guess True enough. Yeah. He has really dis- he's a real disruptor. <laughs> They're like, yeah, sure. <laughs> Come on and throw your money around. Um, so the episode we just saw is called Gaying in Shape. It's oh. the fifth ep- episode of the first season. Yeah. Uh, what did you think? You, have you seen any real Rob before? No, I haven't tuned in. Uh, how do you like it? It's so fucking bad. <laughs> but it's, I mean, it's refreshing, I guess. <laughs> it's great. I mean, it's really, really crazy because I guess these famous people just get indulged. Like he's just indulged. He's not, you know, he's as far as the Hollywood system goes, he's certainly, you know, he's getting fed, but he's pretty malnourished. Like, yeah, I know. I know. I know he's not a huge famous guy, but it's like, you know, everyone knows someone on the cusp of mental illness, especially (laughs) in comedy. Yeah. And it's like, all it would take was, is for them to just get a bit too much money and power and just, lose their and minds they'd, they'd wear it out in public do you, in a think, big yeah. way. do you think that's what we're seeing Becky yeah I think Rob? he just was like a nutcase who got <laughs> you know lucky early on he had a couple things happen for him and now it's he's just yeah I mean it's He's lost his mind. This Did, is crazy. I should have told you at the start, but what I quite enjoy is for our guest to give us like a plot synopsis of the mm. episode. So okay. can you just by memory, and I will remind everyone that we have literally just watched the thing. Can you tell yeah. us what happens? Because so I can't remember. I can't. Yeah, I was eating a bowl, a nourishing bowl. You look good. It was good. Um, so so he was, his wife implied that he was unattractive to gay people. And he was like nah I'm not (laughs) so he went to the gym but also he's got a child whose birthday was coming up so it's called a B plot right? yeah so alongside him trying to get rammed by a dude yeah he's trying to keep his child healthy needed to have a healthy birthday party the only way Rob Schneider knows how GMO free GMO free and there was also a bear that he wanted to get to perform um and then the bear was played by uh, yeah so I mean <laughs> do you know what I you don't mi- know what happened <laughs> you might have scrubbed you might have scrubbed it up pretty well but that yeah. is the most that is the closest thing this show's had to an episode with some sort of plot that actually follows through all three of those threads are pursued through the entirety of the episode yeah 
Like they pursued. We get to see him to completion. That I liked it when they the, the, the they all converged. Like I liked it when There's <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, a unique device. Yeah. Isn't it? I mean yeah, when the, mm. with the T V show is it's like a donkey with a spinning wheel. <laughs> What's a donkey do with a spinning wheel? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh it's but so like it, it was very amusing because in this in previous episodes his obsession has been with um the idea that anyone would think he's he's uh, impotent. Mm-hmm. There's a whole episode that whereas in Thai insecurities, the idea that anyone would think he can't get an erection. And it's funny to see these insecurities laid bare. And another one, you get to see it with his fame. And this one, it's that he's uh, like his obsession is the mm. idea that he would be unattractive to gay people. Why? Like, because it's a it's a funny it, narrative. It's funny. Dev- it's funny. It's fu- don't you get comedy, Becky Lucas? This no, is what no, humor is. <laughs> this is what's funny. The people want it. Yeah. The people want rampant homophobia for thirty-two <laughs> minutes. In well, that's the thing. It's it's almost like he's trying to be like, I'm I'm woke because like you know I would have sex with a gay person, uh, but I, then he later goes on to be like, claustrophobia is the gayest of the phobias. Literally a quote from Rob <laughs> in the show. I I don't think there's any effort. There's no conscious. There's no awareness in Rob Schneider's world of the concept of wokeness in New Zealand. You, if you were 14 years old and you said that at school, your mate would fucking bowl you up about it. Really? Absolutely. Yeah, I, you could get away be, with calling somebody. Yeah, nah, maybe. you're fu- you're just yeah, we you're, don't know. you're rewriting history. Yeah. You're rewriting history. Like, yeah, we were all very woke <laughs> at fourteen. My words. You. If you if you're in a, even a high school, starting off in a high school in New Zealand at the moment, and you said something was the gayest fear, yeah, you'd get fucking hauled over the coals. Well, for I'd, that. I'd like uh. to think so. You speak highly of our high school system, but if I remember high school, which I'm fairly certain I do, you went to an all boys school. Someone's being called gay <laughs> yeah. at all times. <laughs> to be fair, I, did, I went to a pretty progressive school. Yeah. Um, so anyway, okay. So you're right. Like that is kind of the plot. There's a fucking teddy bear in a kid's party <laughs> and, then, and Rob's rampant homophobia. At one point, he's, is it the nanny who's a gay, who's a guy? He's just a guy. He's a, he's a dancer. So his wife, this isn't explained mm. in this episode, but she's setting up a One of the overarching show. narratives of the season. Yeah. yeah Someone male. was like, she needs something, Rob. Yeah. She can't just be there f- to facilitate well, your but, wacky adventures. Well, that's what her her job is to facilitate his wacky adventures. So she's yeah. hired because this is from which the entire storyline's birthed. She's assembling a, a a male variety or dancing yeah, review show, show, review so show, like a, like a strip club for for the ladies. Yeah, and so she's assembled all these beautiful muscular men who sort of they all uh, get together at Rob's house, and that sort of is a vehicle for him to be like. Uh, Why there's so many cocks in my house all the time? Yeah, right, stuff right, and right. one of them got gets hired as a live-in nanny, and Rob's obsessed, which is who you saw. He's, yeah. he's obsessed with the idea that he's gay, even though he loudly and insistently repeats the fact that he is not. Okay, but it's funny to always question him. Yes. Yeah. Of course. Yes. You can tell by the way we're laughing and smiling as <laughs> we remember. I'm smirking. Yeah, yeah. You can't hear it, but I'm smirking. <laughs> Did you have any moments in the in the ep that like got a, a real rise out of you? Got an actual laugh? <laughs> I reckon when he asked when. The nanny's holding his child and he said, what did he say? You Something about sucking dick? He said, so, oh. so you, I could get my dick sucked. Yeah. So that's... He, he's, yeah, he, he's like... He's, he's, what is, I've written one of them down, there, I think. Maybe like a shock comic. You love yeah. the shock value of it. But it's like, there are people that play classical music to their baby when they're in the tummy mm. to give them like, you know, their best start in life. And your kid is two... <laughs> 
on set. And you're talking about sucking dick. Yeah. <laughs> Getting the, your dick sucked. The lead in line for that was, uh, what if I just grabbed your dick? So this is when he's wrestling with the idea that he's unattractive to gay yeah. men. He says, what if, to his, his straight nanny, he says, what if I just grabbed your dick? Would you make me stop? You wouldn't suck my dick. Mm. That's wild. <laughs> That's a wild thing to say and such a crazy thing to put in a show. I know. And then to put the show out there for all of us to see. It's He mustn't have had anyone script editing. Absolutely not. His wife and his assistant and friend, Jamie, they all did it together. They're all co-conspirators. Fuck, just a fucking bunch of... It's nuts. I'm not going to say I, the word, but let's just say they wouldn't say that word cunts? at Tim Bats. High school. high school. Was it the C word? <laughs> no. Oh. Did they use that at your high school? What, cunts? Yeah. Yeah, I'm from New Zealand, mate. <laughs> of course. But it has way less gravity, you know, in our Australasian neck of the woods than it does stateside. Yeah. God, it lands like a, a lead balloon there. I tell you what. It, it really pummels into people's ears. I would like to say this episode provided me with the heartiest laugh that I have genuinely had at the show, mm. which was the accidental pedophile sort of riff initially, oh, yeah. and then that entire plot thread, I thought... Talk us through that a little. Uh, well, Rob and his assistant Jamie are shopping for party goods, um, and they're sort of asking a lot of questions that aren't becoming of two adults shopping at a party store. They're saying, uh, what sort of candy can't kids stop eating? Where do you keep your duct tape and your garbage bags? And I was laughing along even then, and I realized afterwards that it was because it is the first sort of time that they have executed any sort of joke structure that they are attempting yeah. to. Like it was the first time that all the bit, all the jigsaw pieces fit together. <laughs> it was a pretty shitty jigsaw, but you're like, yeah, we did it. Oh, <laughs> they would have been so happy after that. Yeah, and then they, they, Solving the children's word jumble at the restaurant. Yeah, and the they just, the but menu. then they keep coming at you. Like By the time Jamie, the, the beer that they hire, they, we're going to get a regular one for like $1,500 for an hour, the most famous popular kids. $15,000 a day is the, is the beer. That's the beer that you got to get. And then they found an, an alternative website. Holy fuck, the webpage which they display prominently on screen is not a, anything that exists in the digital realm. <laughs> it is a fucking tiny little photo of this knockoff beer and just the words $80 a day in Comic Sans. It's like, there's, it's fu- it's not even a fucking browser. It's just this <laughs> picture with a word. It's so crazy. And of course they hire this beer, which is, a you know... I mean, Becky, you're a pretty, you, you know comedy. I'm very astute. Yeah, and so you would have seen an opportunity for comedy from a mile off. Yep. Who's going to play the bear? Who did play the bear? Jamie. That's right, the assistant. The Who? bear arrived drunk. Yeah. And then Jamie, <laughs> and another part that made me laugh, Jamie was revealed to have claustrophobia, which Rob <laughs> Schneider calls the gayest of all the phobias. Then Rob Schneider somehow convinced him to do it. Probably By kicking be- him in the lower back. Yeah. yeah. And he, he, kicks, he kicks his <laughs> the assistant. The weakest part of the body. The he weakest kicks, part of the back. So you can so easily like paralyze someone. Yeah. <laughs> he kicks him down a flight of stairs. <laughs> he really does. This is while he's having a panic attack. And, and this is a man who on the episode has confessed to be Rob's best friend. <laughs> and he rolls down the entire flight of stairs and lands in front of the kids who are all laughing and applauding. Applauding because this is obviously the entertainment. This is oh. like this is what the fifteen thousand dollar Goliath trained clown bear actually does: is huge physical gags. Anyway, he gets severely concussed and is driving home, and he gets pulled over by the police. Driving home in the alcoholic bear's car, which reeks of booze and vomit, he gets pulled over. And the cops like, "Have you been drinking?" He goes, "No, sir." But he's heavily concussed. Best performance by Jamie in the whole season as yeah, well. Yeah, that's because he's playing someone who's mentally deficient <laughs> in the scene. And he, anyway, the cop shines a torch and he goes, "Hmm." 
candy like empty candy bags and he shines it and he goes duct tape with garbage bags <laughs> and that's what we call a callback yes, yes. exactly that's what we call good. a callback they pulled that one off yeah Bricky, I don't know if you enjoy that one as much as Guy and I because we've seen so many jokes that don't even work like they don't even get to the finish line of a punchline yeah but this was real yeah I've got to say not a bad show <laughs> pretty good app <laughs> um Hey, what? What? Give give this a rating. Give this your IMDb Becky score. Oh, like zero. You can't. It's not a TV show. Hold on. Out of five, though. Out of five. Still yeah, zero. zero. <laughs> but it's not a show. It's like a. It's a recorded breakdown, I guess. Can I can I uh, parrot back a quote that you said during the show after a particularly mean spirited bit of Rob Schneider comedy? Sure. Which was, uh, it's almost okay that he does this shit because he's so tiny. Oh, yeah, he's so small. It's like, when, it's like you know how people don't train their little dogs because they're like, well, they're so little. <laughs> it's like if you have a German Shepherd, you have to train it because it'll, oh <laughs> it'll kill, it'll kill someone. someone. <laughs> but he's so small that it's like, yeah, sure, make you a little. This was, tiny little man will never have a platform. But, yeah. Yeah. You're giving him money in movie deals and TV. You said that, and then the next line that Rob Schneider said was inside of a sauna with two other men at a gym, <laughs> and he says, "There's crazy pussy out there." <laughs> <laughs> that was a genuine oh. laugh from me because I so didn't see it coming. He's trying to like sniff out where the gay guys are in the um, gym so mm. that he can try and get them to hit on him so he can allay yeah. his own insecurities. And yeah, so he walks into the steam room where two guys are just chilling out, having a sit. And, uh, and he goes, oh, crazy pussy out there. It's the first time we're pussies appear. It's just like, Jesus Christ, Rob. Fuck. What yeah. is your sacred cow on this? You've made fun of disabled people, so- the Chinese. Um, now gay guys phobia, just the- I think the funny thing is people think he's Mexican he's not yeah no. I kind of thought he was everyone kind of thinks he can get away it's like well, no, he's, he's, he's Filipino apparently he? he's got like, his, grand, his uh, maternal grandmother is Filipino but this <laughs> I think the, the spirit and tone of this sh- this show is like if your uncle with the worst sense of humour out of all your uncles yes. got to make a comedy show yeah. on TV yes 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 it like is. all the shit that that's exactly right <laughs> That they find funny is just laid out. If you've got a big enough family, and if you're the sort of family that gets to give, together over Christmas, there's always there's always the the bad uncle there. And yeah. but Rob Schneider's even like a pretty bad version of that. Yeah. For, for he's most caught, families, he's caught fire at a few Christmases though. He's and what? He caught fire at a few yeah, Christmases though, and so you forgive it a little bit. Everyone like, had a few wines. They're like, oh, let just let him spin yeah, out. Let, let yeah. the real yeah. go a little bit on this. I've, this got, piece I've of got so many of those. Still reliving Christmas of two thousand seven. You've got so many Christmases. I've just got very bad uncles. Like oh, I've really? got come from bad stock. Oh, true. I do. <laughs> I do come from bad stock. <laughs> I have an uncle. He's he's so annoying that he's tried to buy. Three women from third world countries Jesus. to come over and be his wife, and all three of them have chosen to go back. <laughs> God damn, Becky. Yeah, yeah, I'm serious. Oh it's crazy. Gosh. Not a very astute businessman, but, then. No, the last one went back after a military coup. <laughs> We've <laughs> returned to a yeah. military coup yeah. rather than stay with your uncle in Australia. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. He's the worst. He's the worst. Yeah, he certainly doesn't sound great. <laughs> uh, they. <laughs> Another thing that they did in this episode, like which was returning to a narrative device I've used previously, they go back to uh, the comedy club or soundstage where he records yeah, comedy. Why not? Cam <laughs> James called the smile and nod. <laughs> uh, and he, this is something they haven't done before, but he parrots, he says a joke 
that he sort of addressed in a scene between him and his wife at the start of the show. He's played out, yeah, the He's, concept of the joke. Which the is premise. like, it's the first time they've used the, the, the stand-up performances for that express purpose of directly tying. But he did it in the wrong fucking order. Because <laughs> you're supposed to do that. Like, if you're Seinfeld, you open the episode by briefly doing a broad stroke joke about some subject matter yeah. that you drill into with specificity yeah. in the scenes. But he did the fucking scene and, like, ended the episode on the broader gag about it. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing, you maniac? I'm imagine him watching Seinfeld and be like, I'm going to flip it. <laughs> 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 uh, born disruptor our Rob Schneider oh this God. is what happens when he gets out of that long shadow of Adam Sandler and he is able to fly totally yeah Adam was the one keeping him just there like, well, like who yeah. saw that coming eh yeah Adam was shushing him Fuck, some no. people need a shusher best, yeah. best consumed <laughs> in very small doses mm. it's, yeah he's, it's difficult when he's the leading man um, Becky have you ever seen anything like this I mean, I guess you know the obvious, like the the room or whatever, is the most. Would you liken this to? Yeah, I mean, it's just someone being able to do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah. Um, do you think this is? Um, I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's different, but how often do people get to make something where it's just their them? vision? Like, entirely. usually, it has to get through a few barricades. Sure. Yeah. Um, when you're the writer, so, director, producer, star, it's a, yeah. the pendulum swings both ways, though, isn't it? Because there's, you know, yeah. You, you, yeah. you don't have to clear a lot of hurdles, but there's not a lot of people to tell you if something's going wrong. There and no then by the time you know, it's too late. It's tyrannical television making, is what it exactly. is. Exactly, and, um, and the fact that no one felt safe to tell him is an indicator of how psycho he must be. Yeah, he must be an incredibly difficult person to speak to or give feedback to. What do you think of his wife Patricia, who's um, in the show prominently? I reckon she's like her tits are the best thing about this show <laughs> you're <laughs> on board titties. for that she's um, I can't believe she's with him well she said in the, this episode or the last one he said that she's 29 and what? because this is kind of like an autobiographical show I imagine that's probably true because it yeah. would be a weird mm. line and to he's 50 about. in the show God. just 50 yeah she, she keeps talking about how he's 50 so 20 years 20 years between them because I, I, I find her to be kind of delightful, but I think it's because she's always appearing alongside Rob and she's very beautiful. Well, so yeah, she's blinded. got glowing... She's 29. <laughs> she's always smiling as yeah. well, which I like. And the bits where Rob's smiling, I like. I hate him less. Yeah, he I has like got a smiley beautiful performer. blue eyes. No, oh, that's the, the colour saturation. The entire oh, really? colour grade has been reverse engineered <laughs> to make Rob's eyes as blue as possible yeah. and everything, every other grade suffers for it. Norm MacDonald so appeared a couple of weeks ago and he looked... Because he's got naturally quite lovely baby blues yeah. and he looked fucking bizarre. He, was tw- he looked Jesus, CGI. Though he was twinkling. Yeah, no, she's quite, she's quite sweet. But um, like him and her in a writing room. Fuck. Are we punching up? Um... Yeah, yeah, I guess. I mean, it's hard to know if what his mental situation's like. Are you? How but, genuine is your concern for his? Well, not concern, but curiosity, wondering about his state of mind. I mean, I don't give a fuck at all. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he's clearly very sad, and I guess the more you do stuff in showbiz, you know, which you guys are a part of, the more you realise that the people aren't untouchable and like you know figures that aren't, are above us or whatever like he's yeah. still a person and yeah. he's just weirdly had access like you know you know when someone becomes famous they still have all the same shit it's just worse like he must have a terrible mental state are you worried about him no i don't i don't worry about him but i just think like on a wednesday night what's he doing <laughs> 
What is he doing, Vicky? Before- I don't know. Like, I just reckon he'd have like four beers and be psychotically scrolling oh, on his phone. He does four, yes. <laughs> four <laughs> beers and he does stand-up comedy. Yeah. To no, he just self-tapes stand-up comedy to no one to put on his self-funded and self-made oh, TV man. show. Or he's one of those dudes, like those older guys in comedy who starts supporting everyone. You know, like he's always like quote tweeting shit and like writing on everyone. You know, when you see like people who has been always writing on up and comers Instagrams, like, haha, love this. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. He'd do heaps of love this on. Well, I've been commenting quite a lot on your Instagrams lately, so it's interesting you'd bring that up <laughs> in that particular context. But your star's on the wane, I'm afraid. I Montgomery. think I'm older than you. Nah. Mm. <laughs> what really? How. Vicky, how old are you? I'm turning 29 this year. Oh, true. Yeah. I thought you were 26 for some That's reason. so nice. Thank you. Is it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we'll how old are you? I am 29. Oh, okay. Beat you. Um, so, Becky, okay. So, I, I, yeah, because I actually thought you were a couple years younger than us, but mm. you're not. But Neural. were you a fan of Rob Schneider's um, yeah, previous career? I mean, I, weren't we all? Yeah, I think I think that's right. Yeah. I think that's true. I don't, it, and we were wrong to be. Well, but, we go, I don't no, know. We were, yeah, we after, like, I, after seeing this, I have no desire to revisit what they what those films were. I recently watched Juice Bigelow Male Gigolo. First one, second one? First one. And? Terrible. Re- is it? Yeah, really bad. Because I remember like, I, the, I laughed at that when I, oh, yeah. you know, I was 12 or something. It was funny. I thought he was the best. One of the really? big laugh lines that would get, like th- the catchphrase that would get thrown around the playground was always, that's a huge bitch. Yeah. yeah, in retrospect, if you th- that if is that's not what enough that's to, If that's what you cherry pick from the movie. Totally. And that's something you will still hear people you went to school with say he so in the last episode where he was obsessed with the idea of his it was about his fame it was called VIP treatment uh, he it was pretty much an opportunity for him to run into people who recognised him and they could repeat his filmography back to him but he wrote that one of the police officers that recognised him would quote back to him like fondly and fawningly that's a huge bitch dude he said it as well at like the book signing episode where there was a, a woman who was like probably normal height because he's apparently about 14 or something yeah, right. and she wanted to get a selfie with him so she put her arm around him yeah and then he like was grossed out and backed away and then he looked on his shoulder and he said oh white um deodorant say and then he looked on the other one and he went, oh it's on the other one too beat that's a huge bitch oh it's like oh, that's that's sad oh, i like imagining him having to ask adam sandler if he could use it <laughs> He's yeah, like, sure, Robbie. You can, yeah. you can. Oh, He's man. like, hey, man, I know that's your property and all. But. I reckon and Sandler's then, got points on that episode yeah, as well. Yeah, and yeah. then Adam Sandler just calls up all of the other Happy Madison goons and goes, you're not going to believe what Schneider just asked <laughs> me <laughs> for. He taped it. In the He's group got, chat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, that is God. absolutely brutal. Mm. Fuck. Mm. This show, I said this while we were watching it, every time I think we've hit rock bottom, because last episode was wild, and it's like each episode is wild in a different way. Yeah. Yeah. The, the last episode that we watched with Rose has so many technical errors in it well, this and one. they're very big <laughs> yeah. that it kind of blew my mind. You, did you see some shit? Yeah, well, there was just like a camera that went <laughs> and like zoomed in. Which means something in visual language. Yeah. It's like, hey, gravitas or like pay attention to this thing. But it was like an accident. Someone slipped the zoom Yeah, dial. someone just zoomed in. A thousand and like, monkeys <laughs> working on a thousand typewriters. <laughs> But then, but then this episode. So I thought we kind of reached the crippling low of where the show would go. But yeah. then this episode was just so fucking crazy, like offensive and weird, and just mm. flailing I, around. I, for I stuff. stand behind this as the greatest episode of the run. That's so just because of the pedophilia but, joke, which you're a big fan yeah, of. Yeah, but it's not. It's not the. It's not the contents specific to the joke. It shows that there might he might be learning, like that right. they that they've actually thought of, written out 
a it, story beat which follows an entire mm. joke and at each yep. point it they got to laugh it only took 35 years of a comedy career and five episodes of a sitcom but he's done it Man. Rob Schneider um, Becky what would you say to Mr. to Rob if you could if you could talk to him um, if I could speak to Rob hmm, what would I say can I get a photo <laughs> <laughs> It'd go off. Yeah, that, that, be... That's a guaranteed 300 plus likes. Yeah, that would be huge. Becky, sure. you are part of the problem. <laughs> Name the problem, yeah. you're a part of it. Uh, yep. <laughs> that's so good. Um, God, I can get 400 likes for Yeah, I reckon I, oh, possibly even 500. Do you think he'll hear this podcast? Uh, I hope so. You know, I really can't get my mind around because for some reason when you said it, I, I honestly thought that you had just found these episodes, like he'd, he'd made them available online, but... I cannot believe it's on Netflix. Do you think Netflix should be held accountable? I think, yeah. Like, sh- sh- shouldn't there be a standard or... There should be something. Yeah. Right? Someone should be making it's, calls it's on It's really a, an offensive show. Truly. It's and a- I don't mind offensive if it's, it's funny. Yeah, exactly. But it's like, it's, it's offensive in all senses. It's, it's kind of like Blazing Saddles would have jokes on par with this, but that yeah. was made 50. Years ago, yeah, but it's like it's offensive, like the content, but also the way it's made. Like if you're a yeah. gay film student, oh my god, yeah, <laughs> it, would, it would offend everything uh, yeah, that you that you're about. Your entire sensibility <laughs> yeah. would be undermined by this attempt. Yeah, is yeah, is it, it before we wrap up? Is there anything else that you'd just like to like get on the record about your opinion of what you just saw? This fifth episode of Real Rob, um, oh, gaying yeah. in shape, gaying in shape. That is that what name. it's called? Yeah. That was the title. It's a pun. I mean, yeah. I, I just want everyone to know that I hated it, and I hate it. Use the word "staying in shape." Staying in shape, but he's gone gaying in shape. It's funny. <laughs> it is funny. It's clever. <laughs> it's uh, what what I liked just quickly is it's just everyone. It just had no like. It was just him being like, "I'm going to work out," and everyone's like, "You're going to work out." <laughs> You'll, you'll never work out He's like I can work out Someone's like Oh you're not going to work out He's like I can work out <laughs> It just went for so long It was, it's like, it was <laughs> him Creating like The tiniest straw men For him to yeah. like Bet out of the way on And his, then you're like Oh shit He's at the gym I guess he's working out <laughs> I guess he's doing the thing No one thought it's he also, could do also One of the oh, most the- <laughs> Jarring things about the episode Is he presents uh, The guy the guy who works at the gym Presumably he's the operator At the gym Is uh, Undeniably He's bought Probably with it, He's probably got alopecia Like yeah. he is, he doesn't have eyebrows or anything yeah. and he's a big dude he's entirely bald and it is so jarring to see Rob Schneider lob himself up some person who is different from him in any way and then choose to not specifically attack and berate this person for that quality like mm. it was honestly yeah. the whole time I was leaning further forward in my seat waiting for the big joke about oh by the way you're yeah. bald yeah. yeah you have no hair he's like he truly he just he, he's crisscrossing the map of like he's not only failed at everything but in that particular one he failed to fail yeah you yeah. failed to be you yeah <laughs> the, you're the worst yeah. but at least you are Rob yeah, and in this and you, you failed to also be Rob <laughs> that's right uh, Becky yeah, so oh you go the alopecia man um, looked oh, oh I had a thought about him doesn't matter whatever. he looked like the Sydney Roosters winger Craig Ferguson who's recently gone off the grog oh right yeah no he was um, what was I going to say about him Oh, just that it seems like, like yeah, it's diversity. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, we need a guy with alopecia. Like it's just, it's just classic wrong. It's just wrong. I was. Do you know this show's got me in such a twist that I was genuinely upset when Rob didn't bully that person. I was like, I was like, 
that's one of your big chances to get one of your jokes out in the show, man. Yeah. Yeah. Gone. Here it is. Here's a canvas for you to make fun of. The joke was just that he stole cookies. He's well, like, he got given. Can them, I right? take these cookies? And he goes, "They're on the house," because he was so disgusted by his behaviour. He was odd. I didn't like him in the gym. He took someone's headphone out when they were doing weights. Yeah, nightmare. It was like, um, it was the kind of stuff you'd see Larry David do in Curb, but like Larry David knows exactly what he's doing and yeah. it would set up such a, a great edifice to sort yeah. of facilitate the need for him to pull that earphone out. Totally. And then would know what he has done. But Rob Schneider's just like. I'm in the gym. I'm touching everyone. And yeah. it's like, dude, can you fucking... We're not on your side. <laughs> I, I am so stressed out by what you're doing yeah. and you will never address it. Yeah, he just has no comic sensibilities at all. Well, That's got, what I'll say. He's got just, yeah, Rob comment- Schneider's rule of fives. Yes. <laughs> of course, if a joke doesn't work three times, <laughs> try it two Do more. Do it again and then once again. Yeah. What you said about the pacing, though, I think is really astute because mm. I it, it was it became very like crystal clear in this episode that he telegraphs every scene mm. where you're going to be and like he th- I can't even remember what it was but he said something to kick off a scene and this I was like oh great here we are for the next six minutes yeah. and it was it's just it's exactly as you say the pattern is here's exactly what's going to happen now yep. let's talk about it for four minutes oh. and then kind of bail out before we do it yeah can, well. I, can I say beyond this episode though that you know talking about the wider series that shows development mm. promise Learning, you're lying. I'm very excited. You're lying to yourself. Uh, it's like some, yeah. It's just like if you gave the dumbest kid at school, whatever, like just be like, yeah, write a show. Yeah. That's what it is. It's like just some guy on the street be like, yeah. write Probably a show. Your, your he, uncle's son. Yeah. Cousin. Yes. <laughs> yeah, your cousin. <laughs> yeah, my um, cousin. It just really quickly because I know we're going slightly over for this one, but I do want to bring up that I now theorize a different. I, I I think maybe we're viewing the show wrong. Mm. I think there's an unreliable narrator vibe now, and that Rob and Becky picking up on what you were saying does mm. have a um, how do you say either diminished or vulnerable mental state. Yeah, and because everything is being told from his point of view, I don't think this is his life, and I think Patricia is his nurse. And like yeah. a psych ward or something. Yeah, and Cara. I think this is what he thinks right. is his life. Fuck, that's it's an crazy. exciting prospect. We have three episodes left in the series. To Are see you fucking serious? I thought the next one was the last. Six, seven, eight, baby. God damn it. Um, <laughs> Becky, is there anything we don't know when this is going to come out? Is there anything you'd like to say? Plug. Um, plug your podcast. Say or play. A uh, plug, I mean. Yeah. Plug. Say, uh, you know. Uh, you should come out with a plug. How funny would that be if there was a Becky Lucas plug and then there were like any plugs and oh, you literally had yeah, one? Yeah, heaps. Five, God, five bucks for a plug. Yeah. I, sh- I should sell plugs I as paid merch. Luke Heggie $5 for a, a bottle opener last night. Oh, nice. His merch. That's Same cool. thing in reverse. Yeah, I don't know if I've got anything to plug. I mean, Where do we follow you, Becky? Where do we Twitter, find you? Twitter, Instagram. Becky Lucas. Yeah, just, I guess, follow me. I don't know. Nah, I'm okay, thanks. Nah, do it. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. Do it. It's, it's all right. It's content. all right on there every now and then. I'd like, well, yeah, you might have a photo with Rob Schneider coming up. <laughs> I would like to end the episode mm. with a, a quote from the episode spoken by the great Rob Schneider. This is perhaps <laughs> his magnum opus thus far. I'm not gay, but I think my ego is transgender. Bye, everyone. <laughs>